Welcome to the English Montreal School Board Podcast, where you'll hear from the people within the EMSB community and beyond, beyond. people with some inspiring stories, and people who work very hard to make this board, the EMSB, the choice of thousands of families. Here's your host, Suzanne Deshotel. Well, with the closure of all schools for the end of the school year, the EMSB students, the graduating students, kind of lost out on their ceremonies this year, and a lot of reunions had to be canceled, school reunions. But we're kind of doing a bit of a reunion today. I've got two former students of what are currently EMSB high schools. One graduated from West Hill, which is now Royal Vale Academy, and the other one went to Rosemount High. Now, I call this a reunion of sorts because this is a reunion between the three of us. Please say hello to Aaron Rand and Paul Zacabe, also known as Tasso Patsy Cassa. Also known as Aaron and Tasso. Good morning, guys, my brothers. Morning, hey, Suzanne. Nice to hear hey, your everybody. voice. It's I'm very nice. excited. Are you? <laughs> yes. How it's excited not, I, are you? Well, to tell you the truth, uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to leave this phone call and go lie down. It's too much for me. <laughs> it's wonderful to hear all of your voices. Of course, we hear you almost every day. Um, let's talk about high school just for a moment. High school memories. Tasso, give me one of your best high school memories. Okay. Well, you, actually, I've been to two high schools. I started off at Rosemount High School, and uh, they ran my family out of town, and then I went to Malcolm Campbell. Now, Rosemount High School was a bit of a, you know, I, I spent the two years there mostly inside my locker because I was afraid. And then I went to uh, Malcolm Campbell High School, which uh, I didn't know this at the time was in a predominantly Jewish neighborhood. So when the first Jewish holidays came up and there was, you know, four Gentiles in the school, I ran home and asked my mother, Ma, are you sure we're not Jewish? <laughs> you could stay home. <laughs> I wanted to stay home. You get, you, you get that. Anyway, I was uh, high school memories for me. Was, uh, you know, I was just, yeah, I wasn't a great student, and the best thing at high school for me was music class. I studied music theory. Oh. Weird. Yeah. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I That's studied it. the classics. In those days, when you matriculated, when you passed, they gave us a, a piece of music, and you had to take it apart tell you what the movements were, what blah, 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 the names, who wrote it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I was nuts. I never took an instrument. I still, lo I still love classical music. I don't like opera, but I love classical music, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Aaron, how about yeah. you? Best high school memory? Uh, going to Europe in the summer of whatever it was, because I don't remember, uh, as part of the high school band. Uh -huh. uh, and we got to play concerts in, uh, in uh, Holland and in the UK. Uh, it was actually really, really nice. Spent a couple of weeks doing that because I play trombone in the high school band. Uh, and the way it worked, I, I, had, yeah, I, had, I had zero knowledge of or interest in the trombone, but I did want to take music. So like Paul, uh, we were in the auditorium one day, and it was assigned to us. So the way it used to work, we later found out, was the bigger you were or taller you were, the bigger the instrument they assigned you. They didn't really care what you played unless you already knew an instrument. So the big guy... I uh, would be assigned to play either tuba or trombone, and the little people would play clarinets and oboes and I guess, flutes and that kind of thing. So I ended up playing the trombone in high school. I had no idea of your great musical background, both of you. Yeah. I'm very impressed. <laughs> I could see him with a trombone. I don't know why, but anyway. 
Yeah, well, that was better than the accordion that I played up until the time I was about 13. So that was a step up. Uh, you still have uh, the same yeah. boat? No, I, I sold that, uh, I don't know, I'm going to guess like, I don't know, 50 years ago. But um, And I don't have a, an accordion anymore either, which oh. is good. But I do have a xylophone. Um, xylophone? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Don't is know why. Uh, we were we were in a store years ago, and it's a really cool looking wooden xylophone, like a handmade one. And I bought it, and I probably had it for thirty years. Is it a wow. stand-up one? Is it, it's on a stand-up. No, 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 no. It's a portable. Well, portable. It's just a small one that you just see, like a table one. Ah, oh, like the kind we used to get when we were kids, with different colored notes. No, so, no, not. <laughs> but I mean, this. Thing, okay, yeah. That's exactly yeah, I, what I, I was sent thinking. away. I had enough cereal top boxes that I sent away for it, and they gave me one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, this has been a difficult time for everybody. So, Aaron, how have you been working during the isolation? Do you go into the studio, or are you working from home? No. I, I, it's funny. We were on vacation uh, in Mexico just the day before, I think, the government issued their order to self-quarantine. So we came home, I think it was Friday, March 13th, or Thursday the 12th. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, and we, we'd heard about it, but really, at the time, nobody really knew much about it. We got home. Uh, no one even asked a question at Immigration or Customs when we landed or said anything about self-quarantine. Just from listening to the radio, reading the paper, et cetera, I found out I have been home ever since. So I'm now heading into week 12 broadcasting. Wow. Home. But there must be people at the station that have to go into work. Yeah, I think Andrew Carter, who's been going in since the beginning, is is there. And I think a couple other people are. Some Most of the producers are actually working from home. So my producer yeah. works from home. But I'll tell you the one thing that is surprising to me is that I thought this would be much harder and much more technologically challenging than it is. It hasn't been that way at all. It's pretty simple. I got a bell line in my house to put a box in, and we're good to go. And I don't think you could really tell by listening uh, that there's been any difference. Um, but the only thing is, is you miss people. And, and Pazzo, it's the same for you. I mean, you've been self-isolating. I know you go out for walks because you have a dog. And your wife is a nurse. got all sorts of things going on in your household. This is a very difficult time uh, for me because I'm home, of course, feeling guilty. And as uh, she's out there in the front lines, uh, the, the one message I'd like to get out to people during this time is that we are facing an unknown. You know, you go to the media, you try to get as much information as you can. Don't overload on information. Use your brains. And for heaven's sakes, follow protocol. Put on your gloves, your masks, etc. Don't take chances. Don't be, you know, I want my freedom. And Please, just Make it easy on yourself and everybody around you, because if you take care of yourself, you'll take care of the people around you, and we'll get this thing beat. But until then, you know, don't do anything stupid. Just chill out. And Aaron, obviously, you've got an bird's eye view on this, but I find that Montrealers are very easily following protocol in most cases. I wish I could agree with you, because I, I hear oh. the Premier basically say that every day, like anecdotally. That's what he's seeing. Congratulations, we're doing it. I live in Griffintown off the Lachine Canal, and I will tell you, down here on a weekend or on a nice day, it's as if this didn't even exist. I think people here think two meters is six inches, not six feet. They don't really seem to care, and I hate to say this, but for the most part, it's younger people. And I think the reason for that is the fact that we know now that, you know, this pandemic, this virus, mainly affects older people, at least more severely. I think until such time as we start to see people who are younger start to be affected by this, and not just by having a cold, but by getting seriously ill. A lot of people their age are simply not taking this seriously. They think, you know what? Hey, I'm immune. I'm young. I don't care. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about Aaron Tanko and Suzanne. 
let's go back to some good memories back in the day. Castle, have you kept in touch with any of your, your guys that we always well, you know, know on the radio? Funny you should ask, Suzanne, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I've been working with uh, our old buddy Stanley Basil on a little, uh, a little COVID ditty. Think uh-huh. we're writing together. Yeah. Is he there by any chance? Would you like to well, hear that's a thing? surprise. Wow. <laughs> but I'm sure you guys have been living together, so, you know, it's okay. You're in the same household. Yeah, they're in quarantine together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Stan, yeah, okay, here we come. Uh, yeah, man, Arundel, Suzandel. Yeah, on, everybody, you know. What's happening? Hey, Stan, how you doing? Stan, it's uh, been a while. Everything I read, you know, so I write that song because we have a pandemic, you know. You ready to hear that? Yeah. If you're going outside at very long last, one thing you must remember is the glove and the mask. When you're going to the store and people push and shove, get yourself prepared. Put on the mask and glove. Don't ask. Just put on the glove and mask. It's really not a very big task to put on them glove and mask. You're not going to go to the party to wind up the waist. You're not going to have too many people in the very same place. But if you must get together to rub and dub, don't ask the question. Put on the mask and glove. Don't ask. Just put on the mask and glove. Don't ask. You like Just that? Just put on the mask and glove. glove. Don't, uh, don't, don't ask. Just put Just on put the on mask the and mask glove. glove. Yeah. Stanley needs a backup uh, group because that's really good. <laughs> that's <very> good. <laughs> we well, should have done a little beatbox in the background there. Yeah. Got to get well, Stanley to work on that. We're not in full production yet, but, uh, you know, as soon as I get a beatbox and I find out yeah. what it is, I'll, yeah, okay, there you go. Funny, you know I, I thought you were going to do uh, take off on the Marley song, One Glove. Oh, good idea. Yeah. You know, like, one glove. You know that song? Well, that'll give the wrong idea. You know, people will go out with one glove once they hear this. I know yeah, well, that's a step. At least it's better than no glove. <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah. I hear this every day, this whole warning every day, but don't do this and social distancing. To me, and maybe I'm kind of boiling this down too simply, this is not rocket science, right? This is about only three things. Number one, social distancing, easy to figure out. Number two, wash your hands. And number three, if you're in public and you can't respect social distancing, wear a mask. That's it. Those are the rules. Not complicated. So the idea of wearing a glove, while it seems like it's a pretty good idea, the bottom line is whatever you touch, doesn't matter where you are, if you then touch your face, whether you're wearing a glove or not, you're risking potential infection. So the idea is whatever you do, two things, try not to touch your face, which sounds easy, but it's a lot harder because apparently we do it all the time and don't realize it. And number two, just wash your hands if you touch something. So between the time you touch something and touch your face, wash your hands. That's it. Uh, We're even finding out now from what I keep hearing that contact surface, not that a big a deal either. We were warned in the beginning, you know, wash down your counters, wash your food, your bags when you come back from the store. Now we're finding out, yeah, no, it doesn't really spread that way. And I think what you said at the beginning was right. You know, there's a lot of this we still don't know, but Bingo. we're finding things out gradually. At one point, I was actually told to double glove. Well, that's, you know? okay. that's good if you're doing surgery. Yeah. Well, I was at the primary. Oh, well, there you yeah. go. Then that's fine. There, yeah. <laughs> okay, Dr. Kildare. <laughs> but anyway, take the precautions. Be part of the solution, not part of the problem. That's the bottom line for me. Can I just say how great it is to hear both of your voices together? The hardest part for me, since we haven't been together, and I think it's added a lot of stress in my life, is that I'm missing that laughter. I mean, I had a job that made me laugh 
aunt belly laugh. I mean, I could, even before we all got back together, I could be walking down the street listening to you on a headset and bend over and just, just start roaring. And that laughter that you guys brought into everybody's life, especially into mine, I found it had a huge change. And even though we're in the middle of a pandemic, it's so important that great stress reliever. So that's all I can say. I'm really surprised because I think Paul and I would both agree. Uh, we were trying to do pretty serious radio. The fact that you started focusing <laughs> then is a bit shocking, frankly, to me. Well, I, I do have a warped sense of humor. I wish uh, you okay. guys I think we took it for granted uh, in working together because when you're in there, you know, five days a week for as long as we did it, it just it becomes a job, even though it's something you really love. Mm. But just how much fun it was, like you leave there every morning and not realize how much fun you had because I mean there's still work involved but yeah I, I think that's something when you look back that, that I missed it's nice to be able to laugh or at least try to every single day and we were you know, kind of blessed to be able to have that kind of job going around the city and stuff uh, over the years it's been a long time folks I don't know want to I don't want to put a date on this it's going to be 11 years uh, this summer and people still come up to me and say the exact same thing we used to laugh so much in the morning mm -hmm. we had such a good time and we miss it so much yeah, I get yeah. that a lot too. Aaron, do you? No, I, I don't get that at all. No. <laughs> all right. No, no, I do. I will still get emails from people sometimes, you know, saying they miss it or I'll post something on Instagram, like an old photo or whatever that I put up. Uh, and people start, you know, posting back saying, oh, my God, you guys used to make me laugh so much. Yeah, I hear it all the time as well. People still stop me and ask me the weather. <laughs> I look up in the That's sky. A good I job. I heard apparently that spoke some French made it to YouTube. I don't know how true it is. I haven't been able to find it. Really? No, I didn't see yeah, that. I'm I not so a... sure we could get away with that these days. You know what? Our whole gig was politically incorrect yeah. back then. And I think today it might still work because what we did, we didn't laugh at people. We laughed with people. You know, it wasn't calling somebody names or, or putting somebody down. It was all innocent fun. And I think it can yeah. still work today. No, I, I think, think that's so. true. I think, you know, in Paul's case, to his credit, you know, this was about uh, mimicking people that he knew, like real people, not just sort of picking out a group and saying, let's make fun of this group. It was someone you knew who spoke French that way. Um, and I thought that's perhaps made it work for people because everybody knew someone like that. Absolutely. I, I just always remember the moose that was loose in the goose. And that uh, <laughs> <laughs> was in LaSalle, and that was like a hydro problem. I don't know how yeah. you get from a hydro problem to the moose that loose. And I remember fondly Jacques Ampere always involving squirrels every time there was a power failure somewhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> so good talking to you guys. I mean, maybe we can do it again. Next week. Oh, next week. Okay. I'm in. Hey, listen, I don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> Any time is okay for me. Okay. I was wondering, Aaron, just before we go, if you would give us our walking out, as you used to do. Oh, anytime is good for you, it's good for me. No, it's been a while. It's been 10 years. Be good to each other. Take care of yourselves. And uh, something about the, the little people. And, yeah. And anytime that's good for you, well, good it's, for you. Good for you. I still have the theme of the show somewhere in my email. Yeah. Aaron and Aaron ran, Aaron ran. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny because that was written by Joe Jammer, who used to yeah. be uh, a groundskeeper with the Expos, who's now living in England, and his name just came up about two weeks ago in a new book on the Expos. He also did UP sometimes. Not his regular job, but yeah, he yeah. did. Um, and I just uh, someone just sent me that song again. I play it like once every year or something on my show now. Um, oh, really? Fun, yeah. 
Hey, listen. Do you want me to play it? From Montreal, live to all time zones around the world, it's the Aaron Rand Show. Once again, guys, this has been great. If we can do this again, so much the better. Um, Anytime. I love you both. (laughs) Tasso, don't cry. Don't cry. Okay. Apparently, Tasso had a baby, from what I hear. been listening to the English Montreal School Board Podcast with Suzanne Desotel. Make sure to subscribe to this and the Inspirations Podcast, Quebec's only podcast dedicated to the special needs community on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Thanks for listening.